What is good, ladies and gentlemen? Today is August 18th. 18th. Um, today is, what am I saying? Uh, oh yeah, Reflections. Okay, so it's 58 today. Um, my name is Josh Moxie. I'm an aspiring entrepreneur documenting my journey. I like when I keep things so rough like this. I'm in a very like, uh, kind of like a fuck everything mood type of thing where I just don't care very much about perfection. So these episodes are always very fucking good. But I equally have to detach from that or else it becomes a not very good episode because I'm so attached to making it perfect and then I crumble. So uh, Reflections is a weekly episode where I get on camera after I'm done reflecting all my week and I look for uh, my biggest realizations, my biggest takeaways, experiences I went through, where I'm growing, um, what worked, what didn't, just like learning essentially <laughs> and uh, learning and capturing what went on my week and things I can use in my future weeks to improve my life, my quality of life, my results, my feelings, my happiness, reducing the bad shit, improving the good shit. And in the process, while I'm documenting this and putting this on film as well, it's my goal to bring you value in the process. So without further ado, let's get right into today's episode. I can already feel how funny of an episode this is gonna be. I just don't give a fuck. What's been on my mind? Breaking patterns and trying to disrupt what's no longer serving me. I have patterns in my life, we all do, that are just, they serve their purpose. I mean, they might not have been beneficial, but they serve their purpose at the time. It's time to let go of them. Just been thinking a ton about like what's no longer serving me that I need to leave in the past. And there's a lot. And I'm just like actively trying to do the opposite of those things, energetic work on those things. Um, and just other things to counteract them and change the fucking pattern because it's no longer serving me. Uh, Notion design 1000%. When I say design, by the way, I'm talking about database and system design, not necessarily like CSS and um, visual design because I don't have control of that in Notion. But what I do have control, okay, kind of. But like what I do have more control over is the system and how things work. So within my systems, I'm just thinking a ton about like how the database should work, how... Um, what are the most ideal ways to display certain things? Um, what is the most, like, how can I optimize these systems is basically what I'm shooting for right now. So system design has been very top of mind throughout because I'm literally trying to put every aspect of my life in a notion right now. And fuck, I just love notion so much. I say this every episode. I think I've said this four or five weeks in a row. I love it so much. It's fucking incredible. Of course, job situation has been very top of mind. Um, I'm excited though. I am excited to get this job, whatever that might be. Hopefully Starbucks <laughs> or some something in service. I'm just very intrigued by right now. Oh yeah, and girls. Girls have been very top of mind. What were my favorite wins? Ooh, rewrote my resume and my cover letter for like the final versions, if you will, for like I rewrote them multiple times, but the final versions for applying to Starbucks and I applied to for Starbucks. This is the first time I've applied to a job since like 2013. It's so strange, but feels really cool. Um, yeah, there's also like a lot of, there was some rejection shit in my mind. I'm feeling a lot better about the job, like in terms of I can do this, I can bring value. This is going to serve you having me. I feel so much more confident about things right now. It's fucking great. P.S. 
I really need to stop swearing if I'm gonna be working in service. <laughs> like this is really gonna shoot me, shoot myself in the foot. Or as I would usually say, fuck me over. Fuck <laughs> Just so many F-bombs, it's crazy. Posted my first episode in a full month. Good Lord, I have been so inactive. Honestly, I actually felt like quitting Reflections this week and the week prior. I'm just so behind, it's so discouraging. But um, right now I'm feeling amped in this exact moment, like literally 10 minutes ago, I'm like, I don't fucking feel like recording reflections today, but I had a little bit more coffee, feeling excited. So let's keep this rolling. <laughs> I also took the time to back up all of my stuff in Notion, meaning like all the past episodes, I cleared up a hundred gigabytes of space on my laptop by just like extracting the raw audio. So there was just like a lot of duplicate files as well, but I deleted all of them after and uh, 100 gigabytes were cleared after I put all of the, and actually it might have even been more. Anyways, the whole point being I've added a whole database of Notion of every past episode and then dragged in all the relevant files that I had on my computer still. Um, so I've got like the, the original audio recordings as well as the podcast versions and then I'll be linking soon to the the Google photo version of the backup of the video. So like, I'm just adding everything in a, in a backup sense and it's making my life so much fucking better because of it. Because now I don't have to keep it all on my laptop that stressed me out how much shit was on there and now it's all on Notion. So grateful for that. Ooh, started working on legs again. After two months of hiatus as I was healing my leg, I am now back at it. So doing Bulgarian split squats again, but doing it Instead of reverse pyramid training, I'm doing Kino rep training, as cringe as that name is. But uh, it's, I, you instead of going like five, six, eight with the heaviest and then negative 10% each time for the weight, it is, so example, like I was doing, what was I doing? Fuck, I forget. I think I started with 100. So I did 100, 120, 140, and I wasn't going to risk a 160, but 140 again. So four sets, and then pick a rep and you do that. So like I was doing six, 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 six. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have nothing else to add there. Started the process of two conversations I've been really meaning to have. Um, yeah, that's all I'll say there. What worked? Keeping reflections simpler. I can really overcomplicate things sometimes with this. But just today I wasn't going, I wasn't going crazy. It was just what was coming to me. Let's write that down. Let's not pressure myself to spend fucking 7,000 hours reflecting. Sometimes I literally spend like three and a half hours or four. It's crazy. Uh, what did I spend today? Maybe like an hour and a half max. It's good. Wasn't too crazy. Just enough points. Let me move on and uh, go out the next week. Oh, adding due dates to my content, 1,000%. When I add due dates to things, it makes everything so much better. Um, I also have to believe that I can hit the due dates. That's usually a challenge of mine. But in content, I know I can hit the dates. It's very possible. And it's not the end of the world if I have to adjust everything back. It's not ideal by any means, but it is what it is. So also adding a few days where I like of padding, if you will. So if I do need to move things back or emergencies happen or whatever, that's fine. So like one, two, pause, one, two, that was kind of my default schedule or like one, two, three, break, one, two, break, one, two, three, break, that type of shit. 
reaching out to one of my friends who's a girl for girl advice. So I'm actually very resistant to learning from girls about girls, if that makes sense, because I think they're just as clouded as guys. But she did give me some good advice. And uh, I just wanted her, I was more curious about her point of view on being direct. And, but she ended up giving me some nice encouragement, which I really appreciated. And I thought about as I was doing challenging things this week. Um, and it really helped me. So I'm, it's just grateful. Even if you disagree with the advice they're giving, I actually agreed with what she was saying. But, uh, even if you disagree with the advice given to you, it's still useful to have those extra perspectives. And especially if they're very inspiring and encouraging. And you can like hold that in your brain or hold that in your mind space, if you will, um, which will be a theme later in this episode, by the way, holding things in mind space. And uh, if you can hold that in your mind space, you are, it's going to make you more inspired to do the actions required, the hard things, you know, hold that and improve your confidence and all that jazz. So it's good. Uh, doing energy work on my Starbucks applications. I think that's really fucking useful. There's just so many different ways I can do energy work and I'm grateful that I have such an incredible gift at my disposal for to use in whatever good ways I choose. I'm, I'm so fucking blessed. It's insane. Caring less about timestamps, descriptions, titles, and basically anything perfection wise while I'm catching up on my content. I can't sit there and just like, Oh, this needs to be so fucking perfect. I'm out of fucking time right now. I'm about to get a job. It's going to take up a lot of time. Um, I have to schedule things way more efficiently. Uh, things have to go. You have to hack away at what is not a clear requirement. And this, these like perfection title, like it doesn't fucking matter. What matters is me getting better at content and my communication style and the value I'm bringing within the episode. And then succeeding because until I succeed all of this is basically worthless I mean it is worth it does have a worth but nowhere close to as like the value is just nowhere as close to when I'll when I do succeed like it's just going to change the trajectory of this content thing completely using specific and engaging copy to get someone's attention so my one of my favorite artists Marida I still don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Anyways, one of my favorite artists, he used to be Mastodon. So if you ever heard me talk about Mastodon, my obsession with him, that is who I'm talking about. He has never answered a DM from me. Granted, I have always, I have always been, um, what is the word? It's always been story tags. I don't necessarily, but it's cool if the person does. Anyways, he's never answered, but he did answer as soon as I introduced actual text. And it was a very specific thing about like, it, it was attention grabbing and it took like a year for him to finally respond to something. And uh, I'm grateful that he did respond. And it was literally about like something along the lines of, were you walking, were you walking or at something like at the end of midnight tea, were you walking towards the stage or whatever, or like something along, the, along those lines. What the point of it was, is it was specific to him. It was different than I'm sure a lot of DMs he gets. So it just immediately stood out and it like ca caught his attention. Like, was I walking? Da, da, da. So it just like, it, yeah, the goal is to catch attention. That's what I'm trying to say here. Anyways, I'll quickly explain what the fuck happened. I thought I saw him in person, 
but I was so blinded. So when the lights go down, like, um, when this, when the sun goes down and the light show comes up, I start like, I legit feel like I'm high. Like I'm completely sober at these things, but good Lord, it like fucks with me so much. So I literally thought I was imagining seeing Macedon. I'm like, okay, wait, did I just see Macedon? And I, I told, I was like, guys, like, did anyone else just see that? Like, am I going crazy to everything to the people I was with? And it turns out I, I decided to message him just for the hell of it. Cause I saw other pictures of him around. And I'm like, Oh my God, what if that actually was him? Turns out it fucking was. Cause he replied and he was like, yes, that was me. And yeah. So anyways, basically the whole point of this is I got insanely close to saying hi and getting a picture of my, one of my favorite artists. And I just fucked it because I decided to just procrastinate and not say like, Hamish Prasad, is that you? <laughs> That's his name. And, uh, yeah. So if I was to do that again, I'd have definitely, definitely take the time to at least just try like, what was why, what was the bad part about me saying me like trying at least to say hi right there it just the worst thing that would have happened was he wasn't Hamish Hamish I don't know how to fucking pronounce the name he wasn't Hamish and then I move on and say haha that's funny you're not Mastodon <laughs> this is already like my favorite episode <laughs> lower expectations on life right now yeah like I am just taking this this period right now before I get a job to like prepare myself for the lack of time, if you will. So like a little bit of catch up on content, preparing for the interview and stuff like that, um, getting some hangouts in that'll be easier now than like three weeks from now. Um, just trying to do, and also just like not putting the pressure on myself right now to be like, a fucking gazillionaire, if you will, like just allowing myself to, uh, there's still like some pressure, of course, but I don't know. It's strange, but it's working, whatever it is. I'm not like overly, I'm not, I'm definitely not judging myself around it. Um, being very accepting of like how I'm feeling, what I'm chasing after, what I want to work on all types of things like this. It's very interesting what's happening right now. I'm just like, I'm not so attached to trying to be this like mega successful entrepreneur right now. I'm kind of just trying to get my, my footing a little bit and then I can refocus on that if I choose to. So it's intriguing. It's very intriguing. It's very different too. Asking for third perspective on my resume. Like I got, I got my mom to help and she helped so fucking much. So shout out mom. Thank you for the help on the resume and the cover letter because like it's fine working on your own but like it's so much better if you can work with another person to get that that third perspective and jam back and forth between ideas because whether you agree with them or disagree with them is not the point it's just like it's constructive to work with another person and not just be such an island with certain tasks this would be one of them what didn't work and how can i improve it Using Pomodoro estimates without a clock. So the Pomodoro technique, pretty simple, 25 work, five minute break, do that four times, take a 10 to 30 minute break. Pretty simple, okay? With that though, I find myself trying, excuse me, I find myself trying to estimate um, these times instead of actually doing a clock. So the Pomodoro method works incredible, but I don't like how I'm trying to keep things so fucking loose in general. I want to get clear. I want to set timers. 
I want to find a better app for calculating this. So it's like that got the 25 and then the five right after because like the timer, the way it works on the way it works on the iPhone is just like it sticks with the one time. I wish it would dart between the two type of thing. Um, I could also create timers or not timers, alarms to go off at certain times and then just like be make sure I'm within those because it, it'll fuck me over if I'm not. Um, alternatively, I, I could also ask Siri to set, hey, Siri, set a specific, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to set them all off. But yeah, asking her to set me alarms, <laughs> set me alarms for, uh, or not alarms, countdowns or a timer for 25. And then when that's over, hey, set a timer for five minutes. That type of thing. So anyways, I love the Pomodoro method though. It's working incredible. It is a little bit challenging because I won't be able to use it in actual job stuff. But, and even when I'm working with others, I low key feel like I'm being like lazy as fuck when I'm taking a five minute break after 25 minutes. <laughs> but the reality is if you use it, you can maintain that pace for so much longer than the other person. So that is the added benefit to that. Overall, though, that technique is working incredible when I do apply it properly. It's just when I keep things so general, that's when I feel like it doesn't work nearly as good as it should. Going to bed so late, waking up so late. This is nothing new. I feel like I've been covering this since Reflections 001, to be honest. <sighs> Going to bed so late, waking up so late. This is nothing new. I've been talking about this since I think the first episode of Reflections. It's always been a challenge of mine. <laughs> I thought I got things figured out for a bit there. Um, raves really fuck me up for this, like really bad. And then I end up going to bed way too late and I become very disinterested in going to bed early. Yeah, anyways, just gotta go to bed earlier, have coffee ready for when I'm waking up, if I'm struggling to wake up, and also leaving my bed when I'm meditating. I've gotten back into this thing of like ah yes we should meditate in bed i just fall asleep it's so fucking silly it feels great but it's not what i'm aiming to do and then like it fucks over my calendars too so like i'll have xyz set up for 7 a.m and then i don't wake up until like 9 10 11 and it's like oh my god what am i doing right now and i just it's just a bad bad cycle so follow my calendar as well like that's another part i just not following my calendar, so that's not working. Um, and the the hack there is waking up earlier. So fix the fucking sleep schedule. Good lord. Too much caffeine. Silly as fuck. Like I just I yesterday I just drank way too much. I ended up stressing the fuck out. I was so like my brain was way too wired, and like tiny challenges became like monstrous. Okay, not monstrous, but they were stressing me out way more than I fucking should have. So the actual drink less caffeine, breathe more, drink more water. I like you don't, it just, it was an escapism thing. And I'm, it was just so fucking silly. So do those things. Stressing and notion about perfect systems right from the get. It's nothing new here. Um, I just like to have perfection from this, from the get go. And it's fucking silly because it's not realistic in the least. So with Notion though, it's software. It's not permanent. I can change it after. So treating things, and by the way, when I'm talking about Notion, I'm talking about designing systems, productivity systems, tracking systems, um, the formatting for 
a specific layout. Like there's so many areas, whether that's like learning, note-taking, health, to-dos, task management, time management, appointment management. Like there's just a million things I have in Notion, but there's many areas where I'm trying to keep things so fucking perfect from the get. And the actionable is start treating it like an experiment. I can change it so easily after if it doesn't work out, but I keep like trying to just make it perfect for the start. It's such a silly idea, such a silly idea. So just start experimenting and just who fucking cares? Like just detach a little bit. Good Lord. Feeling too close to a fanboy of my favorite artists. So I really like my favorite artist music, but I find myself almost like just becoming too fanboyish and it's just, it's not fun. So. I want to do a better job. This sounds silly, but like I want to do a better job of just being more casual, being more chill about things, maybe not responding to everything and not like whether that's a tweet, a comment, um, a story reply, a DM. I just, I feel like I'm going a little too crazy with certain artists. Wooly. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm so fucking sorry, Adam. I just spam the shit out of you. Anyways. I appreciate that you're at least like good about it. Um, even though you like barely reply to me anymore. <laughs> it's earned though. So I don't, I don't blame you, but, uh, treating them more like friends, just like casual people instead of just, I feel like maybe I subconsciously put them too much on a pedestal because I listen to so much of their music. Um, and also being willing to chirp them and like fuck with them a little bit. That's fine. Like if they're overly sensitive, it's not going to work. But if they're like chill, they will appreciate, I'm sure, I mean, I appreciate when people mess around with me a little bit and, and feel that they can do that. That's a good thing. So being willing to chirp them, being, being willing to mess around with them a little bit and just like having fun with them in a, in a different way than the rest of the crowd. So basically the point with that last bit is everyone's sucking up to them so much. So if you can just do something a little bit different, you stand out. Yeah. Hmm. Leaving reading too late in my day. Um, adding it into one of these first blocks in Pomodoro would be incredible. And I'm talking about like one of those five minute breaks or even the one of those like 10 to 30. That would be helpful as well. What were my biggest lessons? You don't need to say every single thing in your resume or in your cover letter. Just the relevant stuff. This is a big challenge for me, but well, and why it's a big challenge for me is because I feel like underqualified. So I'm like, yo, I'm good enough. Hire me. <laughs> that type of thing. And I've just like been learning this week that no, it's actually, you don't need to put every single thing in your resume. Um, maybe helpful to put in, uh, things to, that are filling up the gaps, if you will. So like D fluff, not necessarily idea or uh, not even, it's not that it's not ideal. It's not like, directly related to something like Starbucks, but it was, it was useful and it's filling that time. So I did keep it in, but overall, like, and it's, it is a big challenge for me because I do think everything is relevant, whether it's like D fluff, I do think that's directly relevant, but on first glance, it might not be to other people. So focus on the relevant skills, focus on the relevant experience, um, volunteering, education, personality traits, etc., that are going to be 
like basically what's in it for them that is directly related to this position. I've been so bad at this, but this is what I'm learning this week, um, which is don't put what I want to see down, put what they want to see down while being authentic at the same time. That's also crucial. Make your phone grayscale. So on iPhone, I don't know how this works on Android, but on iPhone, there's something called color filter that you can, that you can enable and do different types of things. But there's one option on there called grayscale or something like that. <laughs> I think it's grayscale. Anyways, enable it and watch how boring your phone fucking becomes. <laughs> it's crazy. I literally flipped this on out of a recommendation from my buddy Dill. He messaged me. He's like, yo, uh, I tried out putting my phone to gray and black and white, if you will. And I'm down to like three hours. I'm like, holy fuck. That's insane. Three hours a week of, of screen time or whatever. So I was like, okay, let's try this. I did it. And just, uh, just to try the experiment, it was like very strange at first. Cause my brain's like, wait, wait, where, where did the crack go? Where are the colors? I need the crack. <laughs> so <laughs> that is what occurred there. And then it's just like, it, it, the colors became like too much when I put it back on. But the main thing is like, when you have this grayscale thing going on, your brain is like, it wants the, it wants the craziness, the contrast, the, um, all of the energy, if you will, that comes from the colors. And when it doesn't have that, it starts, I found my brain like looking around, like where are the colors, like trying to find them because the colors are so beautiful. And when it, when you turn everything grayscale, it just becomes like so much less interesting and the phone becomes, or it gets taken off a pedestal, if you will. And your brain just doesn't value it as much because it doesn't have those crazy colors that it's like almost addicted to. So that was really interesting. I think you should try this for like at least a day and see what it's like for you. But uh, let me know what your experience is because I'm really enjoying this and I'll continue to mess around with this. But uh, it's been a cool, cool experiment. I feel like I'm using my phone less. I'm definitely less interested in social media as soon as this has been enabled. And I can just quickly toggle it on and off with a triple button and yeah, it's fucking cool. Hmm. Okay, so as I'm doing this, by the way, I'm like reading through the lessons and when I read it and I go, mm, that's usually a good time to start recording because I know this is a good one. <laughs> Holy fuck, I make myself laugh. Where you place things in your mind space and as well, what you place in your mind space determines what kind of person you show up as, as well as the state that you're in. So I was listening to Safi Bacall's round two on Tim Ferriss show, and they were talking about this idea of punctual people and why are they punctual and mind space. And when I talk about mind space, I'm talking about imagine what you see when you close your eyes. So like even when your eyes are open, you're still, you still have your mind space of like what's happening, where, when, um, what is going on. Um, if you're feeling very overwhelmed, you likely have everything surrounding you in a, so like there's a huge challenge and if you're visualizing it all over you and you're in the middle, um, but like, and I've, that was my original understanding of this concept of mind space, if you will. But I heard some amazing examples here that I'm like, whoa, this is, I've just furthered my understanding of this so much more. He said, a great one, which is punctual people, people who are on time and are very scheduled in and stuff like that, what they place in front of their mind, in their, sorry, in front of their eyes, if you will, in their mind space, 
is their calendar. And that makes so much fucking sense. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay, so th- that's true. People who are very task oriented orientated and get a lot done, they have their task list in front of them. I'm sure they have their, a low level of a calendar as well. I'm thinking about time. Um, I feel like people who are inspired and motivated, they have like messages and quotes and the benefits of what they're doing, why they're doing it, their reasons, their vision, all of those types of things are right in front of their mind as well. So it's very just important what you place where and like, yeah, so the two parts to that, what you place in your mind space and where you place it. So for me, I want to do a better job of keeping my vision top of mind and making sure that's right there. Um, and also like you can use the sides, you can use around you, you can use above you, below you, behind you. You know, I remember him, him saying he tosses thoughts behind him that he, that he no longer wants. Um, there's just so much you can fuck around with and experiment here. And it really is just up to you what ways you choose to organize and clean and design your space in your mind space, if you will. There are so many job opportunities out there if you just open your eyes. For me, I felt my eyes being very closed in the past. I would see a job opportunity and immediately see like one thing that I didn't qualify for and I'm like, ah, oh, that's not for me. I can't do that. Um, but now my the where my head's at is actually, this is kind of like a lesson in itself, which is I don't need to know every single skill to get started on a specific job. Like I will learn the skills and just having most of the skills is like, that is quite ideal. So, and then you build the skills, you learn what is required. Yeah. So anyways, but just like looking around and seeing like, yo, I could do all of this stuff in service. Service really interests me right now. Just working with people, um, with a, ideally with like, not even ideally, possibly with like food and stuff like that, um, with drinks. I just, something about people right now is just very intriguing to me. But that is a side note. So there's so many things that I can do. It's crazy. Like looking at, looking at being a barista, like I've been obsessed with, um, front of house in a restaurant, back of house in a restaurant, cash register and retail, a salesperson, online, salesperson on the phone, salesperson in retail, customer service, community management, social media manager, and the list goes just continues to go on and on. It's absolutely insane. So you just really have to prime your reticular activating system to be able to look for these things, equally realizing that people who get these jobs are not necessarily qualified. That's always been a big hangout for me. Am I qualified enough? La la la. The fucking brain just chatters. It's chatters itself into into nothingness if you will around that topic and yeah so well so i'm yeah i'm just very intrigued by this job shit right now it's gonna help me so much and that leads me to my next point let me get that up okay if you can work for free or not if you can work for free if you're in the position financially to work for free and you need that leverage do it because it takes all the pressure away. The way I'm thinking about this right now is I, now that I will be having this income with whatever job that uh, is smart enough to get me and hire me, I will be able to pay my bills with that and not have this pressure on making this completely successful business overnight. That has always been a hangout for me. 
and then I don't have the leverage right now. Like, I require some sort of leverage. And to do that, it's going to take working for free, most likely. So I'm honestly just ready to just give so much away right now for free, temporarily, until I get... So in the process of working free, I'm going to get experience. I'm going to build connections. I'm going to build, hopefully, lifelong customers, and, and in addition to lifelong connections. And build a success story, if you will. Um, what is the word? Almost like a, a kind of like a portfolio of success stories, a collection of success stories and testimonial at the same time and just gain that credibility over time. So yeah, anyways, I think this is really right, the right move. A lot of people are like, yeah, don't charge for your services. But like usually people who got to the highest levels work for free, usually is the move. You can drink an energy work session. <laughs> so this sounds ridiculous, but it's very fucking true. Um, I learned this from, I, I've been pondering the idea of like wildcard labels and in, within Source Energy Medicine, like how that would work if it just filled up exactly with what a person needed in that exact moment. But he, he does something intriguing, which is, it's not what I was actually looking for, but it's, and it still doesn't solve the problem 100%, but this is a cool alternative to what I was thinking about, which is, when I do a session, also essentially do a session on a blank. So you, I would have the client fill up a blank water bottle and have, when I say blank, like proper water, and then has a blank source energy medicine charging label on it. While I'm doing my session, I also command that the session is almost like filled up with that type of frequency sorry, not the session, the water bottle is filled up with that type of frequency. And then once they're done their session, they can drink the water bottle. And that is the vibrational equivalent of that specific session. So it's like this really cool way of doing ongoing support with energy work. And I was like amazed. I'm like, this is so fucking cool. I never thought about that at all. Fucking plugging a session into a water bottle. That is so nutty. I love that. So anyways, I'm going to mess around with that, but that was a really cool takeaway I got from this week's webinar with uh, non-material source energy medicine. What challenges did I experience? Receding hairline. Yeah. <laughs> right. So what is this temple? No, that's not temple. Temples right here. Um, in the area where my hair is receding, if you will, I'm just like looking at it the other day or today and I'm like, oh my God, fuck. If I do a bun, this is probably going to be more noticeable than I thought. And, uh, yeah, I really just have to make enough, enough money where this becomes so simple to get a, a cert, what is it? Surgery or whatever the hair thing is. I want some like advanced shit, not like the one that kills your testosterone or the fuck that one is. So anyways, it's unfortunate because I don't want to have a receding hairline, <laughs> but it might be what's occurring right now, which makes me really fucking sad. Anyways, it is what it is. Oh, also I could use source energy medicine. That's another option. Notion system design. So yeah, this is specifically thinking about two things. Okay. So there's one main thing you've got like notes and, and then I guess like the side thing is meetings. So, what do I put inside notes? Do I put my journal in notes? Do I just create this like 
one area for every single thing and use tagging and stuff like that and have like overlapping values that might not be relevant to each other? Do I, what do I do with the, the relational databases? Um, do I keep content notes in there? Do I keep meeting notes in there? Do I keep uh, mind dumps, my journal, my daily journal, meaning like the morning and night thing that I do. Uh, and like with something like meeting notes, what, shouldn't I just keep those in meetings? And if I was to keep those in meetings, what's inside meetings? Is it hangouts? Is it appointments? Is it like, and when I say appointments, could that be like dentist appointment or like an interview or hangouts that I already said that, um, trips, is it trips? Do trips get their own thing? So like, this is just chaos right now. <laughs> this is just a mad. Um, so I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with this or what the hell I'll do, but I, I guess I just have to experiment and try. It's not the end of the world if I fuck around and have to separate things or whatever, but that's probably better than to keep things too specified. So maybe like starting with a general approach. I don't know though, it's a little bit frustrating um, because I also don't want the lessons and yeah, that's the main thing. I don't want the lessons to get lost. I want to be able to look at like what I'm learning and the, all of the takeaways, if you will. And I don't know if I can necessarily do that if they are stuck in like archived plans, meaning plans that have happened in the past. And yeah, so yeah, that's just my, I'm, I have no fucking idea what I'm going to be doing this, but I would like to create a fucking area where I can read all of the things I'm learning about taking away, etc. And also the relational is not going to work if that's the case. So it's like, do I just start tag pages? How do I get the reverse tag? I don't like it right now. I'm frustrated. Hmm. <laughs> A deep pit in my stomach when talking about and trying to confront um, things I don't want to specifically is I want to tell a person I just want to be completely transparent with a sing with one person and uh, in a sexual sense and it's killing me like I'm not sure if the if the pit in my stomach is just fear of something or it like is trying to protect me or if it's like, this is like my gut telling me don't do this. I don't fucking know what it is. But I, yeah, I've just literally tried to like completely avoid this. <laughs> it's, yeah, my, uh, I've just, yeah, it's challenging. I just wonder if it's just past patterns trying to keep me from doing something or I don't know. It's just causing a lot of inaction um, and overwhelm and trying to just avoid the conversation. It's very challenging. I just wanna be transparent. I wish the whole world was chill with being transparent around, around more taboo discussions and topics, but they're not yet. Maybe I'll get there someday because I can't do subtle. I'm so fucking bad at subtle, it's ridiculous. Good Lord. Where did I grow the most? Job confidence. So even though I don't have the job yet, it's like, it's mine. I am already mentally there. It's just a matter of time until it shows up. I've done my job, Source is doing its job, and we're working together. And I will get this fucking job. I also feel like I'm gonna bring a ton of fucking value. And I also, so I, I'm full of flaws as well. And I also just don't feel like, 
anyone needs to be perfect to get hired anymore. Something's changed recently. I don't know exactly where it came from. It might be from energy work. It might just be from constant exposure to this type of idea. But I just don't feel like I need to get, I don't feel like I need to be perfect to get hired. And uh, there's other stuff that I will have to overcome in terms of challenges that I'll experience with this job. But it's going to, like swearing, for example. I am terrified of dropping some F-bombs and equally not scared, but I just don't want to. So I'll have to train myself to get better at turning it on and off or just stop swearing altogether if I can't do that. And what else? I have to become better at working long hours. I'm not, because I use, use things like breaks and Pomodoro and like all that jazz. There's a ton of other things that I don't even feel like talking about right now, but just, I will get through this and I will grow a lot and I'm very, I'm very excited for this all. Related, financial abundance. So I'm not gonna be like making bank with this job, but it's gonna help support me. I'm going to be able to buy things again. It's been forever since I've been able to buy things. Um, specifically thinking about like little things like that I've just been like, I literally look at gum and I'm like, oh, I, I don't have money right now. I, I want gum, but I'm like, that that's how, fuck ridiculous my financial situation is right now so being able to buy gum will be nice um gas of course being able to go into like the movies um what else buying my own groceries um maybe car payments if i feel like going that route um contributing to rent and not even contributing like getting <laughs> most of it really would be awesome um yeah there's just so much i feel I just feel like a lot more abundant. I, I know I can spend on like clothes and get tools that are gonna further my professional and personal growth. Uh, pay for a course or pay for a flight to go somewhere, go fucking backpacking. I don't know, there's just like a million things that I could do that I just have felt so resistant for like the past two or three years. And I've just tried to keep everything so cheap and it's just nice to be able to have options now. <laughs> Fuck. For me, it's really just about quality of life. You can't like, I, I strongly do not believe that money brings happiness, but money can bring quality of life. And this, I feel like things like a gym membership as well. I'm just looking at this like, oh yeah, tickets of course to like shows um, and festivals and stuff like that. Like all these types of things that have just been like so, such a struggle in my mind in the past that I, they're figuring itself out now, slowly but surely. And equally, I have to balance the fact that I need to sacrifice as well to get where I need to go. So not becoming a spending freak, but equally getting myself out of debt and paying for things I need to. Mentally moving on from like my cocoon, if you will. I talked about this last week, but just like continuing this process of like entering to, entering society, if you will, like getting a job, um, partaking in public things like gyms and... I don't know, just like, I also don't want to get caught up in the Joneses because, well, fuck the Joneses, they're honestly, the Joneses are losers, but for me at least. And uh, so anyways, it's a balance of like leaving my cocoon because it's served me, but it's no longer serving me and entering the society, but also not becoming like society and keeping a mental cocoon, if you will. Having difficult discussions, like specifically just trying to be more transparent about challenging things. It's tough, but it's worth it. And I'm growing a lot, even though it's stressing me the fuck out right now. What am I obsessed with right now? 
getting a job at Starbucks. Like this is consuming me right now, this idea. Um, yeah, I'm pumped to start. I started my interview prep last night and uh, there's, yeah, hopefully get interviewed soon. I'm going to jump in on, on like a Tuesday or whatever and walk in and uh, see how that goes and meet, and meet the managers, if you will, and say like, hey, my name is Josh. I applied. I would love a position here if you guys are hiring. And I just wanted to find out if you guys are hiring. So that is my plan right now. Hopefully that goes great. But I'm very just, yeah, I'm excited. I'm like, and also I'll throw in Notion as well. I'm of course obsessed with Notion. Just trying to throw in every aspect of my life slowly but surely, one step at a time. <laughs> Reflections 58. I really enjoyed that episode. I hope you did too. If you got enough value from it, do me a favor, share it with a friend share it with someone you think could appreciate a specific message from this. And if you also got enough value from it, do me a favor, like it, comment your biggest takeaway, subscribe, whether that's on YouTube, podcast, or Facebook, you can find them all in the description. And uh, appreciate you watching and listening. As always, my name is Josh Moxie, and I'll catch you later. the cleanest outro of the brat <laughs> for reflections. <laughs>